COVID-19 hasn't had a huge effect just on us as individuals being cooped up at home or businesses who've had to shut down or curtail their operations due to social distancing regulations. It has also severely affected our youth. Uh, Students all across the country have now been used to attending classes online, uh, engaging with teachers online, and even graduating or other uh, normally in-person activities online. Virtual learning is key to enabling kids to continue their education despite the pandemic and despite being forced to stay at home. But what has been the overall long-term effects, both academically, socially, and maybe even psychologically, emotionally, on students? Um, There are some pros and cons here, certainly, but we are going to speak with an expert who's long kind of advocated for a, a new paradigm, a new way of thinking of education here in Korea. And in the long term, perhaps this is nudging us to a better future. We're pleased to be joined once again from the Department of Educational Technology and Director of the Research Institute for Global Education Leaders at Hanyang University, Professor An Midi on the line. Hello. Good morning. Good morning to you, Professor. So the government, and we've talked about this in the past, they've started online schooling. As you know, a lot of parents were complaining or concerned that this uh, quality was below par and that their kids are going to be disadvantaged. We've had about now a little less than a year uh, since schools have gone online uh, in a, in a uh, big scale. Uh, what do you see of, in terms of any advantages that students have uh, received from learning virtually? Uh, well, uh, it has been more than... Uh a year now, uh, if we continue on uh, online learning in the beginning of this uh, year, 2021, uh, not everybody is actually um, uh, receiving virtual education as an advantage. Many uh, feel they are disadvantaged and they lack uh, learning um, chances and opportunities. So there are advantages, but not for everybody mm-hmm. and not for all the education. And also uh, it may be uh, better for those who are maybe older, independent, who has more of uh, general learning skills mm-hmm. than the younger ones. In terms of your view, and I think we can get into that, and a lot of that does have to do with socioeconomic factors as well, but... Personally, what have been the biggest challenges and benefits you've experienced as a university professor? Uh, at the university level, we also had uh, you know, online courses and somewhat mixed in the middle, but mostly online courses. We were a little better because uh, they are uh, older students and they adjusted after the first semester. Many of the students uh, felt comfortable with uh, many digital tools. And also the university had the LMS, which supports uh, many of the interactions and uh, uh, between the students and the teachers. So um, uh, lacking such a, a system support in public school sector, it might have been even more difficult for teachers and parents and students. Well, uh, so that's the biggest challenge for, uh, you know, Uh, having the system to support that learning interactions. Uh, Definitely there are many benefits. Uh, If you can increase your learning uh, as well as uh, save time and et cetera, 
But uh, when it comes to the, all of their um, learning and also without any uh, your uh, uh, your what a choice uh, would be uh, lacking much of the uh, learning. Yeah, could you then give us your views on some of the concerns that parents have had over the the quality of the education? And I know it is different. The experience is different from uh, the you said uh, the the more independent, the more capable older students, uh, whether they're middle high school, uh, maybe college age, and then the very younger kids uh, in the early elementary schools. And so the experiences are different, and the the type of kids are different as well. Just a brief example: my first child is in third grade, and so he's doing the online learning. The initial part of the learning is with the live. teacher and the fellow classmates all on Zoom together, right? So he's kind of forced to be there, but the latter parts of the curriculum are all kind of um, pre-recorded videos. Uh, He's tried to um, put the video speed at 2x to just zip through and not focus on the lesson. So Mm. we had to scroll. And then the system basically shut him down. And basically, he cannot go faster than, I think, 1.25x speed uh, for those uh, videos. But the young kids, um, and, you know, it's it's basically, you know, the, the blend goes both ways. But Uh, they're not necessarily able to focus as well uh, on independently on their own, right? Exactly. We cannot expect them to sit and uh, as if they were in classroom yeah. to, you know, look at this uh, square, uh, the computer screen for the same amount of time. So there were many uh, possible uh, options that we could have had for even for online learning, uh, but uh, you know, having the same system. similar system uh, with computer and and live or uh, uh, video images or video recordings, uh, it's definitely not, uh, you know, uh, quality education and also it's definitely not uh, satisfactory for all of the students. Younger the better, no, uh, the older the better, and also the, you know, those who have the general learning skills would be much better. So um, for younger ones, we definitely need uh, different, you know, uh, strategies for them to go through online learning. How worried are you about the lack of uh, in-person interaction affecting kids, especially the younger kids, their social skills? Well, interaction actually uh, not only encourages and enhances social skills, but also cognitive and intellectual skills. It all comes within uh, the teacher and the student's interactions, bouncing ideas and checking their own learning and maybe their misconceptions. So it is very important. Uh, You know, the bottom line is that uh, we need somewhat uh, balanced in-class learning uh, so that the students can, uh, you know, uh, improve their cognitive as well as social skills. Yeah. Uh, another aspect is bullying. It's been a big problem in Korea. One benefit has been physical bullying has gone down. Obviously, it's harder to hit a kid if you're not seeing them in person. But cyberbullying, and it just seems like the vast majority of kids have experienced some form of cyberbullying. What do you think can be done in this COVID-19 area where uh, things are much more digitized? Physical cyber violence is all the same. So I think what we need is uh, more of a character education from home and, and at school, while even virtually, they, we have to go through more solid and more profound uh, character education that uh, help us to understand and, and learn to be tolerant of others. That's just, it has to be 
done uh, and more uh, even at this uh, virtual world. Yeah, and hopefully there will be some systems in place that can set that precedent. As you've said, uh, and uh, you've told us in previous interviews, uh, remote learning can offer advantages as well. Do you think in the long term, popularity will increase and hopefully technology also advances as well? And there will be a day when students and educators might actually prefer the online environment to offline? Definitely. Um, I think uh, we can see the trend uh, changing in college level of students uh, that, and lifelong learning, definitely. So uh, well, for public education, um, the younger ones, they would also should be able to uh, select or mix more uh, freely by the teachers and the school system and that enable uh, the students to choose uh, more of their learning process and method, whether they are online or offline. Hybrid is uh, definitely a good choice and and, uh, something that we can really need to look into in the future for many of the students, especially those in special needs who cannot travel, who cannot, maybe they have to be in the hospitals Mm -hmm. and et cetera, that definitely we can see the advancement of educational technology to benefit all of the students on or offline. Yeah, and that is the key is really uh, the way to, make this uh, a beneficial societal uh, net plus would be to have a more egalitarian system. So it's not just the wealthy parents who can afford to pay their kids to go to these uh, fancy offline hagwons and gain some kind of advantage over students. If you can make this accessible to all, and as you say, give Mm. school choices and options to the kids to best kind of customize their learning experience. Uh, it would be the dream, it would be the utopia, and hopefully we can realize that uh, uh, very shortly. Professor uh, An, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your insights, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was Professor An Midi from Hanyang University. That's going to take us into the second hour of the program. We've got new seminar uh, coming up. We're going to talk about uh, the uh, recent eruption of controversial sexual harassment uh, cases, especially in the political world. That's all up after another check of traffic and weather.